The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Welcome to another edition of Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Each week, we look at business through the eyes of our special guests, My goal, always to entertain with the bold and the brash and challenge your point of view by bringing you wildly successful people who really know what they're talking about, not because they talk the talk, but literally because they live it and breathe it every day. No posers here, only folks who really live it, talk the talk and walk the walk. This week's guest is... uh, is Adam Warren. I have known Adam for uh, for a great many years. And today we're going to talk about business rules from a different perspective, one that uh, both Adam and I are, uh, well, you know, I think it's always a matter of becoming, um, but I would say on some level we're experts at parenting. It's powerful, I promise you. Um, with, uh, with Adam, he's a man who walks it every day with his loving wife and two amazing daughters. Adam is a multi-talented man you'll come to appreciate during the hour for his sensitivity and caring and the brilliance of using his book, A Bear with Pants, as the catalyst for helping parents, teachers, and children see that we can stop bullying anytime we truly want. His new book, A Bear with Pants, is Adam's first venture into book writing, and it's a hit because the message of love comes alive on every single page. And that's not all that Adam does. So, born in the Queens, uh, Queens, New York, in 1971, um, Adam is a graduate of Southwest Texas State University with a BFA in theater. So, theater, and then you'll hear me say that he's actually uh, head of an advertising agency, and now he is a book writer. So, pretty diverse. Um, To Adam's credits, uh, he co-wrote, produced, starred in the independent feature film Rhinos. The movie won Best Feature at the 1999 New York International Independent Film and Video Festival and was the runner-up Best Feature at the 1998 Flagstaff Film Festival. Now CEO and co-founder of Open Jar Concepts, an ad agency in Temecula, California, Adam still makes time to be creative with family at the peak of his daily life. Um, he and his two daughters and his, uh, and his beautiful wife, the girls are why the bullying, uh, why bullying was chosen for his book's subject. Adam himself remembers being chased and bullied as a child and both his girls have dealt with bullying. Driven by creativity, and I know Adam to be uh, one of the, one of the, the great um, outside of the box creative thinkers, he's now writing 
And uh, it's taken him uh, just a great, great, amazing path with all kinds of storytelling. And the idea of storytelling to children with animals and clothing is a new frontier for him. Yet he's already dreaming of his next book. Adam, thanks for, uh, for joining me today. Welcome to Business Rules and welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. And thank you for that incredible intro. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. It's so uh, it's so great to have you on the show. Um, you know, when I had seen you uh, seen you posting information about the book, um, you and I talked, and I got the book, and I'll tell you, I read it very quickly. Um, and I know that you have, um, you know, you have a, a diverse path uh, from which to draw. Um, but before we get into the book itself, um, I want to give my listeners an opportunity to get to know you just from an inspirational point of view. So growing up, we all have mentors or people who inspire us. Give us a sense of, to date, who's been the most influential or inspirational person to you and what about them inspired you? Peter, it's, it's tough to boil that down to one, um, but I'll, I'll start with my father, who uh, is an incredibly uh, talented entrepreneur. Um, I've watched my dad uh, launch businesses throughout my life. Uh, when I graduated college, I went to Europe with him, and it was part vacation and part following him around to different business meetings and see how he would adapt uh, within the culture, whether we were in France or we were in London, uh, to each meeting and do it like he was uh, one of them. You know, um, he's also a drummer, so he never neglected his uh, artistic side. And I felt like, what a, what a great combination of a human being to be uh, so adept at being a uh, you know, diverse business person, uh, able to immerse himself into various cultures on the fly while still being very well connected with his uh, artistic side and uh, being able to drop all that business mindset and just immerse himself into the music. Um, my family overall is, is a very much a musically inclined family. My grandfather was a vaudevillian actor and was acting with people like George Burns and Milton Berle. Uh, so I feel like um, I've been able to draw from uh, these influences in my life that are a great uh, cross-section between art and business. And one might think that those don't, don't really go hand-in-hand. Hand. Uh, but being creative has given me the ability to be a thinker. Uh, think more, as you said, outside the box um, which I know is a common term, but it's a very true term. Uh, if you only see things one way, you'll only be able to uh, resolve things in one way. If you have a multidimensional way of thinking, which many artists do, uh, I think that will then lead to um, better circumstances for you to resolve the challenges that face any one of us in business on any given day and on any given moment. I walk into my office on a Monday, and I never know what I'm going to be faced with, good or bad. Um, and, and, and I think I live that, that. Being able to, yes, you, you know that very well, Peter. And, and uh, 
you know, there's another gentleman that, that I've also had the uh, good fortune to be mentored by, and this gentleman, Vic Fazell, who also is a, a Texas law legend, yet partnered up with me um, uh, on his very first film project to do Rhinos, uh, to write other screenplays that we wrote. Um, he, here he is, this mega Texas law legend, uh, former district attorney of Waco, and yet he's sitting with me and writing screenplays. So I, I've been really lucky um, to draw from leaders, from, from people that I've looked up to, uh, to help shape what I've become, which is, hey, and, and on one morning I, I, I start my day and I am all business. Um, but then there comes a break where I say, hey, I need to pivot, and I sit down and I write a book. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's where I've really been able to get my inspirations to pivot the way I think during any moment uh, throughout the course of the day to either become uh, business analytical or creatively open-minded. That's, you know what, that is such a cool approach. And hearing the inspiration, I mean, you and I have talked personally for, for years. I knew about your grandfather. I don't think I knew about, uh, about the experience with your dad and, and, and being out on the road with him and having that. That had to have been, and you've just confirmed it actually, just a <laughs> tremendous seed and huge. That is, that is, that is so cool. And, uh, and I know that the creativity, um, you know, if there's a way for that to flow through the blood and it's part of genetics, then you definitely have uh, have that gene going on. So let's shift. We'll we'll do the pivot um, because we've you know we've got this this really cool book. And like I said, I read the thing cover to cover. Okay, it's a kid's book. I was able to do it pretty quickly. Um, Twenty minutes. <laughs> well, yeah. But the thing is, you know what? I read it once and breeze through it. And there were parts of it that jumped out at me. Then I then took out a magic marker or a highlighter, excuse me. And, um, and I began highlighting sections because things connected with me. How did this book come about? What inspired it? Well, uh, back in about 2011, um, maybe 2010, I was a, a new homeowner at the time, maybe a little bit before that, but it's, it's been a while. And I have these incredible neighbors, and so I knew absolutely nothing. If uh, a light bulb needed to be changed or I needed to hang a picture, I can do that. After that, my skills are uh, lacking, to say the least. So I have this neighbor, his name's uh, Larry, Heather and Larry, and one day I was watching Larry uh, wield an axe in his front yard at a tree stump, and it was alarming to me. And I <laughs> call his wife, and I say, do you know what your husband's doing right now? He's trying to load a tree stump into a pickup truck using a skateboard. And she just said, you know, Larry, he is just a big old bear with pants. And I, I literally had a take-back <laughs> moment where I had to sit there and say, what did you just say? Um, and I told her within a few days, I said, um, this bear with pants that you just said, I loved it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but I'm going to do something. And I continued to internalize that for a while um, to the point where I immediately turned around and secured the domain. I went and trademarked it. And I said, uh, okay, I think I know what I want to do. 
I had been yearning for a creative outlet. With our agency, uh, OpenJar, I do most of the B2B branding. I take care of all the brands that we uh, manage, including OpenJar in and of itself and how we've been able to create that image to the marketplace. But as someone who had come from making movies, um, I may not have told you I did a rap album at one point, um, I needed something uh, to to really ignite my creative juices, and I felt, listen, it's unlikely I'm going to sit down and write a novel, um, but it is more likely that I'm going to sit down, I think, and write a children's book and leave something behind uh, that teaches a lesson that is something my kids with their kids later in life can sit down and say, you know, look what my dad or look what your grandfather did. Um, Bullying has always been something that I'm passionate about, Um, anti-bullying. I know my kids went through it. I went through it. I had a tooth knocked out at one point um, from it, and they were actually trying to bully my sister, and I was kind of the drive-by victim in the circumstance. And I felt like, hey, this is something I can connect with. It took a really long time uh, to get through this project, but... It really became a passion project, and what I also felt was, if I do this project, it is something I can involve my kids in helping me to do it. My kids ended up becoming my copywriters. Um, <laughs> I knew that at the, t- at the time, they were going to be the audience I was writing for. They're older now. But at that time, they were potentially my audience. And, you know, I'll never forget this one part, and I think I write about it at the end of the book. Hey, Adam, where let's... Let's yeah. actually hold that story because we're going to okay. take a quick break. But when we come okay. back, that's that's what we're going to open with because that'll be the perfect the the perfect intro out of this first break. We'll be back in two minutes and uh, do like me, and I'm going to grab a cup of coffee, and we'll be back with more with business rules with Peter Feinstein and my special guest Adam Warren. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to HPowerMarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to HPowerMarketing.com. That's HPowerMarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's HPowerMarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. 
Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein, with Adam Warren, author, agency head, filmmaker, star, well, you know, just, you've, you've heard the litany, um, but he's got a book out now called A Bear with Pants. You can find it, it's a, it's a kid's book, and it's his legacy, which um, it's the first in, in more that I'm sure will be a legacy. Uh, the website is abearwithpants.com. You can see all about it at Instagram, um, at obviously a bear with pants. And then if you really feel like getting onto Facebook, I'll bet you know where you can find him there. Yep, a bear with pants. He's got it going um, on three major areas with a bear with pants. Now, before the break, we were just starting, actually, Adam was just starting to share a story about him and his daughters and the genesis of a bear with pants, the book, when I rudely interrupted him. So I'm going to get out of the way and let Adam continue with the story, please. (laughs) Nothing rude there, Peter. You you know, I can just talk endlessly. Um, (laughs) So, uh, my daughters were both very helpful in uh, writing this book with me, and I had, I don't know how many different manuscripts. I want to think I ended up at version 42 before we were finally ready to submit. Um, and there was just, there's several instances where she, uh, Haley and, and Gabby both stepped in and said, uh, I would do this this way. But one that really struck me as funny is uh, there was a scene where I was referencing uh, one of the characters, a snake with a scarf, uh, his hands. And she said, you know, Dad, snakes don't have hands. And I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, well, they don't yeah. wear scarves either. How did, how did you focus on that? Um, and she just said, well, I don't know. The, the clothing seems more acceptable at this point, but I can't get past the hands. And so I cut them. Uh, not, <laughs> not literally, but, the, you know. They're no longer part. They were no longer part of the story, and uh, it, it just made great sense to me that kids are going to hone in on what they accept and, and don't accept. And she could not accept uh, the fact that the snake had hands, and so I cut. I, I removed them from the story, and I had to do a little bit of a rewrite based on uh, what the action was at the time. You know, though, uh, and, it, and I, it, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense because you have a bear with pants. So why wouldn't you have snake with a scarf? <laughs> right. Um, and I'm just thinking, well, gee, none of these uh, animals speak uh, typically in, in real life. And, and none of these animals wear clothes. But that is how my daughters were able to help me is understanding what kids were going to accept as plausible and not. And the messaging uh, in some cases that I felt was, uh, you know, underneath the story. They probably would have to read it a few times before they caught some of the themes and messages I was trying to relay. Uh, but they both got it, and I felt, okay, uh, it's unlikely nobody's going to be more honest or brutally honest than my own kids. They never show me mercy. Um, and we went through <laughs> we went through this many many times together, 
until I finally felt, okay, uh, I have a project. So it was a great experience to share as a dad uh, with my two daughters and uh, both the things that they could relate to. And I just couldn't think of a topic that would be more timeless, more relevant. When, when Lee finally started writing this in 2012, um, I didn't know what the climate was going to be four or five years from then. Uh, I knew what the climate was then. And, you know, I knew what the climate was when I grew up. Bullying is something right. that never goes away. Uh, yeah. What we have to do is try and minimize it and capture it early. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And the story, um, without, uh, without you know, any, kind, any kind of spoilers, addresses that head on. So, so how long did it actually take take you um, to put the book together? You were, you know, you mentioned 2011, 2012, and, you know, walk us, walk us through that process and how long it took you. A very long process, a little more than four years. Uh, part of it was because I still had my professional life. And, you know, there were times when I thought maybe I had bit off more than I can chew. And I had given great consideration to walking away from this project. Um, but then, and, and a big reason why I never told anyone other than my immediate family that I was writing this book is because I had concerns that I might get to a point where I don't want to do it. And now I've told all these people and I'm stuck. Um, but there is a feeling that comes from accomplishment that at least I uh, feel or enjoy that it's, it's hard to walk away from. And I knew that no matter how long it took, if it took four years, five years, six years, there was going to come a point where I finished it because that's just what needed to happen. I, I try very hard not to engage a project without understanding that it could be a long and hard fought road, uh, but there's going to come a point where it's over. And all that long and hard fought uh, feelings I had while I was in it were just going to dissipate. It's like they wouldn't have even, it's like they never happened. I don't remember uh, at some points, now that I've got book in hand, how hard that was. Uh, I have a whole newfound respect for authors of kids' books, of novels, action, anything. That is an incredible undertaking to, uh, you know, pull these characters, pull these stories um, what these people wear, how they think, smell, and look, and, and project that onto a page. It's an incredibly uh, arduous and challenging experience. And the other well, and, part that added to the... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it is. And, and one piece that you left out of that is breathing life into these characters. Um, I'm going to read just a very small snippet um, because it's the first one in the story that that I so connected with and recognized both as a kid who was bullied and a parent of a son who had experienced it. So um, in the story of Bear With Pants has just undergone, uh, just experienced his, um, his first bullying. And it says here, 
Um, you know, a bear with, bear with pants was late to class and his teacher, Mrs. Alligator Tail, wanted to know why. But when he started to talk, he thought of the snake with a scarf hissing at him and decided not to tell the teacher what had happened. A bear with pants then got into trouble with Mrs. Alligator Tail and had to sit in detention after school for being late. I mean, you know, in that one sentence, you breathed in just the the power of the emotion of fear and that feeling of being trapped and you know what i remember i remember being a bear with pants as a kid and the teacher that i had to you know that i was confronted with but i also remember being a parent and uh, and connecting with my son when he really didn't want to tell me what was going on even though i knew um and so, you know, remember that, you know, in addition to all the other things that, uh, that you know, that you imbue on that page where you, you take from the, the ether and put it onto paper, um, that you're instilling the emotion of the character. And, uh, and that's just something that jumped out at me. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, you, uh, actually, I enjoyed hearing you read it, but... Um... I was like, wow, I, I wrote that? <laughs> but, um, you know, the other part of it, the other, the other task uh, was coordinating with the illustrator, Zach Arnett, um, who I got very lucky with. Uh, he was introduced to me by my brother who used to work in the music business. Zach is an extremely talented front man for uh, many bands in the music business. And... Uh, he sent me a sample that ended up getting used. It was not going to be used, but he sent me a sample, and I said, why in the world would we not use this? I will find a place to put this in the bucket. Um, let's do it. And so part of the timeline was how long it took him to do each illustration. I believe with the cover, we have about 14 different illustrations. Um, and for him to be able to work with me, get into my brain, and really understand the story the way he did to translate those words into an illustration was an incredibly uh, long process, but extremely well worth it. Um, I think I was very fortunate to have to be able to work with someone like that. But you can see that you don't say, hey, I'm going to write a book, snap your fingers, and it's done. It is a very, very difficult, planned, uh, thoughtful process that requires immense patience and fortitude. I can only imagine. And, um, and I've got processes of my own that are in play um, with regards to a book. And um, I, can, I can confirm and vouch for, for everything that you say. Um, we're coming up on another break. This hour is speeding by, which, uh, which just blows me away and makes me smile literally from, from the inside out. <laughs> when, uh, when we come back... Um, we're going to shift gears just a little bit. Um, we're going to cover a couple of things. So the first thing that I want to do when we come back after our break is to um, have you talk a little bit about what you think parents and kids get out of the story. And if you've got firsthand stories that you want to relate to that, we definitely want to bring that to my listeners. And then the other part of it is maybe we touch on a little bit of the business aspect because, I mean, you've talked about time 
Um, but when we come back after we talk a little bit about um, parents and kids and what they get out of the story, maybe we'll have an opportunity to touch on um, you know, some of the monetary elements that you had to commit to this. In the meantime, I think that uh, we take a break and, um, and I would suggest uh, getting online and looking for a bearwithpants.com or going to Instagram or Facebook and uh, join us back in two short minutes. Thanks. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week author, entrepreneur, Adam Warren, movie maker, movie star, um, copywriter, brand manager. I mean, (laughs) you've done an amazing amount of stuff. So before we got into the break, we were talking about what we were going to do on the other side of the break. And here we are on the other side of the break. And I actually remember what it was we were going to do. We were going to talk about um, what parents and kids get out of the story, or maybe what your hope was that they get out of the story, and then if there are any real-world examples or stories that you have, I think my listeners would would love to hear that from you. Sure. Um, First, I had hoped I would be able to create something that would give parents and kids time together. That was the number one. Uh, The number two was, now that they have this time together, what are they going to get out of it? What sort of lesson can these parents help the children uh, walk away with? And so, obviously, it was an anti-bullying message. And I have gotten uh, some pretty terrific feedback. I think one, uh, one of the best 
stories was um, I recently did a Barnes and Noble uh, read and sign uh, for I think there was about twenty eight kids that showed up. It was it was really f- pretty full, um, but it was a it was a remarkable experience for me to sit and read this book to a room full of children. It is not a five-page open-and-closed book, as you know. And and for some uh, readers, it's a challenge read. I did not uh, reduce the level of words as much as maybe I could have, but I wanted kids to be challenged by this book as well in terms of expanding their vocabulary while they're also taking a a message of anti-bullying away from this. And as I was doing the signing at, at Barnes & Noble and here at, right here in Temecula, uh, a woman and her two sons walked up to me and just said, both my kids are picked on all the time. And uh, they looked like sweet kids. I couldn't determine why. There was no standout to me. But she said, uh, we deal with this constantly. And uh, we really want to, uh, you know, have you sign our book and come in. Uh, you know, take this book so we can continue to read it because I want my kids to understand that, A, it's not just them who go through this. This is a common problem that young people engage from as early as kindergarten on. And, uh, two, that there's a way to get past it and other kids will embrace them. And I, uh, I, I just stood there, you know, my mouth hanging open. I didn't know what to say. But yeah. I was so overwhelmingly touched that the book had affected them in this way and that they wanted to spend the time with me. I'd never met these people before. They wanted to share this story with me because they had the sense I understood it. Um, so I think that was one of the, the more standout examples of uh, what I've been able to see as this book having an Im- impact uh, immediately and right in front of me. Yeah, and you know what? When you uh, when you write from the heart, um, I think that has uh, that has the capacity to communicate what um, what writing from the head isn't able to do. Um, you know, I, I I read another part of the book. And um, and I thought to myself, you know, this is uh, this is me as a kid. I remember it uh, so well because it was just, you know, it was just one. Gosh, I mean, I don't think it's ten words. Maybe it is, but the sentence is, "He just needed some love from his mom." Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, there. <laughs> You know what? It, it, in reading the but you know, in reading it out of context, my listeners are probably not going to be moved the way I was. Um, but it but it brought me to it brought me to tears because I remember thinking that I just wanted to be safe. I just needed some love, and uh, and you right. know, and and you reached out, and you. Your writing and you, your imagination with your kids, um, you know, you touched me. And if you're able to touch me, um, that's, uh, you know, that's that's an amazing thing. And it's something where um, 
I find uh, I find great beauty. And even though we had decided that we were going to be doing this interview before you sent me the book, um, as I was reading the book, I was thinking to myself, man, I am so glad that we are going to have this conversation and talk because it's where I get the opportunity not only to ask Adam questions and have Adam feedback stuff to me and you know tell me about his mission and purpose and all that he does, but I get to put some of myself out there as well and uh, and maybe make this um, you know not a testimonial um, but a testimonial um, just you know just real life i mean from you know from a kid who experienced it to a parent who's had to deal with it um it it touches a nerve and uh and so i think that um with what you wanted parents and kids to get out of the story um and your story is beautiful because it's the same kind of thing it's a spontaneous extemporaneous expression of connection and their confirmation that you understand what it is they're going through. And anytime, at least in my experience, you create understanding, there's, I mean, it's like a miracle of love. And I don't know how else to express it. Um, you know, the person who gives it is, is made to feel beautiful. The person who receives it is made to feel beautiful. And everyone who witnesses it sense the beauty in that as well and uh and i think that you know you've you've hit on something and and it's a success because of that um you're you're very welcome you're very welcome we also uh we also talked before the break and you know not to put a cold wet towel on this thing um because it is <laughs> it is so pretty um i want to i want to shift gears a little bit um because there's there's other aspects to uh to the authoring and the writing and the time commitment and you 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 already gave us a little bit of insight um you know 2011 2012 four years and um you know and then you talked a little bit about the illustrator and the time in, in time involved in that. So, oftentimes business people refer to you know time and money. Um, we haven't spoken at all about the money side. Um, so, give us some insight into uh, the monetary commitment that uh, that you made um, and felt compelled to make, and maybe even are still making, depending upon their circumstances. Share a little bit with my listeners about that. Well, the good news is, if I do this again, and I do hope I do, I will spend less because I've learned. Um, it is it is not a hundred dollar project. It's it's you know I would expect on a project like this you could spend a few thousand, five thousand uh, dollars in. Depending on what sort of arrangement you have with your illustrator, are you paying per illustration? Um, and, and I felt that I had a very fair arrangement in my case, but it was not free. Um, book formatting, ordering of books. Um, you know, if you if you want to run off a, a series of books so you can do your own promoting, those may come at uh, wholesale cost, but. Again, they're not free. So sure. it's, a, it's a project that if you're going to engage, 
you're going to want to have a bit of a treasure trove. Um, I'm now my own uh, publicist, and not every opportunity is within driving distance of where I am in California. In fact, I'm about to fly to New Orleans for a, uh, a live news interview. I will have to pay for that. There's no yeah. reimbursement for my publicist because I am a self-publisher. <laughs> That's, though, very exciting because it's giving um, uh, budding writers, people who are new at this, the ability to print on demand. I did not have to create a warehouse where I have thousands of books sitting waiting to sell. I literally can sell one and, and have one printed uh, each time there is a sale. Um, thankfully, there's now uh, outlets like Amazon, uh, iBooks, uh, eBay, and so on, where the book can be found, and that's part of the self-publishing process that they do for you, which is to create uh, several outlets where uh, potential consumers can go to find your book. If they don't want to get it from my page or my self-publisher, lulu.com, they can go so many other places where they may feel more comfortable or more adept at, at making those types of transactions. So gotcha. there, are, yeah. there are great opportunities as well. That's, uh, get, I'm sorry, go ahead. It can be really expensive here. Yeah, I, uh, it sounds like you had uh, you had quite the war chest ready for this, um, but that the uh, that, the, fir the first well, time out was yes uh, no. was a treasure trove uh, of learning. I had a uh, savings account uh, that <laughs> that I had to repeatedly dip into, um, yeah. but but that was about uh, all I was able to work with. I had no idea. Uh, what what I was going to be spending, everything was a surprise. Um, I didn't realize I didn't need to have the book formatted by a separate company before I engaged the company that ended up being my self-publisher, so I kind of repeated expenses I didn't necessarily need to make, which is why I think the next time I do it, I'm that much wiser. Um, but no matter how much research you might do on the front end, it's really going to be tough to figure things out until you just do it and you make your mistakes. Yeah. I mean, it's something where experience is an amazing teacher. Um, and for when I pay attention to my experiences, I'm able to learn a lot. It sounds like you've, you've not only paid great attention, um, but you've learned an awful lot. Um, we are actually hitting up again to another break. Um, I'm, I'm loving the pace of the show and appreciating uh, your presence here, Adam. When we come back from our next break, this break, um, I want to get into uh, some of uh, your creative spark and some of the different ways that it's uh, it's manifested itself. Uh, we've talked, we've touched on them a little bit. Um, what I'd like to do is, you know, not only talk a little bit more about uh, some of the creative spark that that lent itself to the book, but some of the other things that you've done. Um, in the meantime, we've got two minutes to kill, and we'll be back with more from Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. 
What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My special guest this week, Adam Warren. Adam has done uh, so many wonderful and creative things, and we've been discussing, uh, among other things, his first book, a children's book, A Bear with Pants. And uh, through the process, we've uh, we've heard inspiration, and we've heard truth, and we've heard purpose. Um, the one thing that we haven't touched on, and we've we've and we've talked about the business side of it as well. But the one thing that we haven't touched uh, touched on, as of yet, is um, your creative spark. And you know, I think that um, it would be a great treat for listeners to get a get an insight into um, what it is that allows you to capture lightning in a bottle this way. I mean, have you always wanted to write books? What else have you done that um, that sparks creativity for you? Well, as you as you mentioned in the beginning, I have a theater degree uh, from Texas State University in San Marcos. And uh, even before that, I was in school plays. Uh, I, I like to say it's a, um, a managed OCD that I have, and I've made it work for me. I just, I feel like I have uh, stories in my head that happen throughout the day, uh, stories I want to tell, stories I want to act. Um, and, you know, as a business person, it's not like I've got a whole lot of time for theater these days. So it, it, was a, uh, it was a thoughtful step that I decided to take in moving my creativity into the written word. And I have not written a book, as you um, also mentioned at the front end of the interview, but I had written uh, several small plays when I was in college that also had to be directed and acted or uh, acted out by other actors. And then I, I wrote, uh, co-wrote Rhinos. I wrote a follow-up screenplay to that called Sharks. And I, I seem to have a thing for uh, animal animal themes. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
and, and one-word titles, although Bear With Pants didn't fit that. Um, and so I felt, hey, um, I need to be creative. I, I don't have time to do community theater even, but I need to be creative, and I want to tell a story, and let's do a children's book. Um, I love kids. I love my kids. And I, I know that if you're going to teach a positive message, uh, you're going to have a more impactful absorption of that message if you uh, do it while the children are young and they're impressionable um, and, and still understand the difference between uh, or can be taught the differences between right and wrong. It, it's not ever going to be right to pick on anyone. There's no excusable reason for that. Um, and so I said, okay, uh, here's where really I can bring my creativity to life and this is going to live beyond me. Um, like I said, I, I hope someday my my children's children or my grandchildren are, are able to look at this book and just marvel that their grandfather did it. Um, I, I knew that, that this had the capability or the potential to accomplish that, um, and, and that's why I decided to take this step. And, you know, I, I am now thinking about what's the next project Maybe now I am ready to do community theater, but maybe I'm also ready to uh, try to conceive what the next book will be. The, the hard thing now, from even a creative standpoint, is understanding the topic. When and how long will it be relevant for, or will it be timeless? And it, I have to tell you, uh, coming out of the gate with an anti-bullying message, it's tough to top that kind of timeless message uh, that will be relevant no matter when that story is told. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I get that. Um, but maybe the purpose isn't to try and top it. Maybe it's just to be true to whatever it is that resonates with you when, you know, when that inspiration and that creative spark strikes. I think that, uh, um, you know, the process as you're describing is one of inspiration. And, you know, I, and I, you know, I hear you talk about the process you went through in the book writing and, you know, the one thing I didn't hear was, you know, gosh, I really want to hit a home run and make sure that, you know, that my first book is, you know, an all-time bestseller and it leaves its mark and it's the top of the hill and, you know, and I don't ever have to worry about topping it. Um, what I hear is, you know, a purpose-driven book inspired by um, by family experience and love. And I think that, um, and this is just my personal opinion, whatever you bring to bear after this, whatever it is, if it captures your honest creative spark and inspiration, it'll be big. It'll be a hit because it'll be honest. Well, you're absolutely right. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad you touched on that. For writers who sit down and think that they're going to write this book and they're suddenly going to be uh, yacht living a year from now, I would say stop right where you are and go find something else to do. Yeah. Don't do a project like this. Uh, don't do a project like this for money. Uh, don't do this project for fame. You will, you will drive yourself crazy chasing the most elusive uh, reward there is. Do this because you want to, because it means something, and because you're passionate. If the money comes, the money comes. I never sat down and said... This is my game changer. Never. I sat down and said, this is a project I want to do. Let's see what happens. Um, and, and that's what got me through it. It was never this, 
imagination that uh, I would be, you know, sitting on uh, some national talk show getting interviewed where by the end of the show I'd sell 250,000 books. It just never, uh, <laughs> it never occurred to me that uh, fame or money would follow this project. Uh, if that's a driver, it, it should be more of a deterrent because you're more than likely to be disappointed. What was more of a uh, a win here is like the story I told you earlier where the mother and her two sons came up to me and told me how much they related to the book and how important this book was to them. That supersedes anything. And that yep, is why because, you should do a project you can't, like this. Because you, you can't buy that. No. And that's, you cannot. And that's huge. Uh, you can't buy it, and you, you can't even hope for that to happen. What if this book resonated with nobody? Okay, well... Yeah. I tried, and I would have been happy to write this off to, I tried. Uh, the fact of the matter is, the book is resonating with people, um, and, and I've been extraordinarily fortunate to have opportunities like I'm having right now being on this show with you, but I didn't expect it. Uh, I, 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 in the back of my mind, say, boy, that would be really cool. That would be nice, but... I just needed this accomplishment. I needed to see this through. I needed to ignite my creative juices, as you said, um, and spark. And I, I wanted to just leave this book behind. Um, whatever happens from here is gravy at this point. Adam, before we go, um, tell my listeners your website, your Instagram, and Facebook again, because I want uh, I want our exit to be your parting shot uh, to get them to at least uh, explore a bear with pants. Well, the website is www.abearwithpants.com. We are at Instagram uh, uh, forward slash backslash abearwithpants.com. And Facebook, uh, a bear with pants. So those are the places right now where, uh, as as uh, my self-publishing, self-publicist, self-social media director <laughs> uh, is, is is able to handle, uh, Facebook, the website, and Instagram, all a bear with pants, uh, is where you can find us and where I'm keeping up with uh, uh, updates of posts. You know, people are always sending me pictures. Uh, with themselves in the book. I've started to have uh, various middle schools get this book and send me pictures of the teachers with their students in the book or reading it to their class. It is so moving for me, and I hope that people can see that in the pictures that I'm posting or the uh, videos. I was on uh, the Fox station being interviewed in San Diego not too long ago, and you know, hopefully New Orleans next, and who knows, and who knows what will happen after that, and now, your interview, everything will be up there uh, in, in all places for everyone to see and enjoy. This is great, Adam. I've so appreciated your time on the show today. We are out of time of this week's episode with, the, with Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Join me again next week for another great show, and have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Take care. Thank you for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.